it's on. It's on. <laughs> okay, I want to like just start and by saying, and like not that even anyone thought this or like would have thought this, Never. but Elise and I are still best friends. Like there wasn't a falling out. What if they thought there was a falling That's out? That's what I'm saying. We like got, because I really liked the Showtime show. You hated the Showtime show. And like that was the falling out. What if that's oh like broke God, up our friendship? Oh my God, the Showtime show. That's right, because that was the last time. That, that was I think our last episode. That would be really tragic. And that would mean that there were holes in the friendship before that. True. And that's true. The infrastructure is not there. No, and this is a rock. <laughs> this is a rock solid <laughs> friendship. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Claire and I saw each other a bunch. Mm-hmm. We just shockingly didn't hit record i know or talk about the well, first lady i know well let's talk about some some just things that have been going on big life updates big life happened. updates so i'm trying to look up quickly when we last posted just so i have a gauge of time yeah i'm pretty sure i was like i think i might get stressed out because <laughs> spoiler alert everybody i'm in school I no longer. Yeah, what's your spoiler alert? My spoiler alert is that I'm trying to get a PhD and it's very difficult. Trying, <laughs> getting, 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 getting. I'm back in school, feeling the grind, studying for test writing papers. On my, I got, I got a desk. Claire, when was the last time you studied for a test? Well, before this semester. Yeah. Oh, like the last time you were in school, because you did post undergrad stuff. So yeah, like, but when we didn't was have tests. Oh. I don't think I've... They didn't have tests. They just gave you a master's? It was just papers. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Okay. Wow. And then in my so undergrad... So when you were, like, in school, though? It was at least... But in, I don't even know if we did years, t- if right? I had tests at Marymount. I'm not <laughs> even joking. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, since high school. <laughs> since about 2002. Yeah, okay. Well, so it's a shock to the system. Yeah, it's sh- studying's really hard. Memorizing, not my thing. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I... I was really in a hole, and it wasn't a bad hole, but I didn't see a lot of friends. I wasn't um, putting the first ladies in the forefront of my mind, which is unfortunate and should be done at all times. Yeah. So that's on me. Now I think, though, you're in the the motion of it. I think Mm -hmm. you can start incorporating the first ladies into your thoughts, you know? I think so. And I learn about psychological disorders. What did they have? Excuse me. Wow. (laughs) Wait, but Elise. All, all things, all like real talk though. Like, was I totally off the grid, or what is I like? No. Okay, Personally, so I was, you were I not, was somewhat present. There was okay. no falling out. Right. I just want that cleared up. Yeah. I know yeah, the yeah. rumors were a swirling. Say it. No, I spoke to you weekly. Okay. Maybe, maybe not as long phone conversations about random documentaries that yes. you happen to watch. Yes. Well, they did get quick texts of like, watch the Murdoch documentary. I still haven't watched it, but it's hard. I'll start that tonight. I know. I need something between Succession, though. You know. What about Harry and Meghan, though? <gasps> I have watched that. I haven't seen the part two yet, but I watched. Well, it. no, there's three episodes. Oh yeah, I watched all three. Yeah, but I think course, there's another course. set coming out. Yeah, that's out, coming right? out Thursday. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did watch the three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, quick thoughts on that. Uh, I know they're super privileged and they're fine. Everyone's gonna be fine. Yeah. But I feel for them. 100%. I really feel for Harry. Like, I that think, man has, he's so open about his mental health. He has been through some shit. Like, let him and his family just live. He, I know. I mean, if I offered him a cookie to get out of that family, he would have ran. You know, like, mm. that man just needed to go. I think, who his wife was. I know. I think that this doing everything that they wanted it to do. This documentary. I hope so, yeah. No, me too. But I do think that it they, they are coming across incredibly excuse me, sympathetic. And I think yeah. that that is great. Because I yeah. do think that they're, I don't think that, yeah. I don't know them. Yeah, but I love it. I love a good doc. Is she maybe an outspoken woman pushy? Good for her. Like, I just, 100%. is that the worst thing she's done was maybe rude to someone on set once? Like, I just, is I that don't even know. A is thing this really though? worth, I know. like, like this is, silly. <laughs> is this what we're upset about? I know. UK? I know. Brand? I know. I know. <laughs> But anyway, so yes, I, I did have a little bit of time to watch documentaries, yeah, just not good. as much as normal. Um, and yeah, it still was... Still making cookie dough. Still making cookie dough. Which is great. Yeah, I mean, I think the semester just wrapped me up in a way that I didn't expect. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, it was like, oh my God. It was an God. adjustment. It was an adjustment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but I'm doing it. It's good. Semester's over. I still have lots of work that I'll do over winter break. Yeah. But I just needed... My soul needed the pod. Yeah, I'm, like, so I'm excited I, to be back. Yeah, I called out Elise. I said, Elise, my soul needs this So much pod. has changed. The last episode we posted was September. I mean, <gasps> what has happened between September and December? So many things. So like, many things. Life has changed. I know. I'm trying to think my most 
Wait, the most important thing, Taylor Swift dropped Midnight's. You all are so lucky that didn't happen while we were recording. (laughs) Because there would have been a bonus app. Yeah, Taylor shook our world. I know, she dropped Midnight's. And then, Elise, what happened right after that? That you waited in line for for four and a half hours? (laughs) I don't know if I want to say this publicly because I don't want to be attacked. I know, I I understand. People will be out for our necks. No, I don't want it. Claire and I do have tickets to the Eros tour. We got tickets. Going. for my life. Should we make it a Floaters on the Road app? <laughs> yes. Yes. May 27th, Floaters on the Road. Yeah, Claire and I, Claire and I were supposed to go see Lover Tour. Let's briefly discuss Well, this. that was it because I didn't really know Taylor Swift. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't yeah. really know about Taylor Swift. And then Elise and I took a magical road trip to Texas, went all the way to Marfa. Yeah. Trip, we talked about it. And the, on the way there, she got me really into Tay. Yeah. And I was Taylor like, was releasing the first single from Lover at right. that time. And Claire got right. to witness the excitement that I feel yes. <laughs> when something new has come out. And that trip had like an extraordinary amount of driving. So we were oh, able we to listen. <laughs> we were able to listen and Elise told me all the conspiracy theories. Like it was just so fun. You were debriefed. I know. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, I'm in. Like I'm in yeah. the group. I'm in the world. But then I mean I mean, so since the then the Lover Tour got canceled because of COVID, and since then she's released six albums. And so it's just <laughs> so hard because I feel like I did, I came in late, but I also have had six albums to digest. You had a whole like pre lover between lover and now. You I know, know, like it I know. was yeah, you had a lot to catch up on. So yeah, Claire and I are seeing the Eros tour. I'm very excited. I don't know how Taylor's going to do it. Um I can't she's gonna it. pull it off. I know. Fabulously. Do you think the set's gonna be like three hours long? I don't know. I heard rumors that like she'll do a lot of midnights, obviously, and then each night might have a different era, and she'll perform oh. more songs from that album. <sighs> that is okay, but if it's like an era I already seen, I'm gonna be a little not bummed, but right, she's amazing. Right, right. No matter what, I mean, that woman could stand up there and sing like Love Story ninety times. And yeah. I'd be like, yeah, so it's gonna be mostly midnights tour. I think it's gonna be a lot of midnights, but okay. I think what she really does really magical with like the the album that she's not actively touring or yeah. promoting is she'll do, like, a B stage where it's just, like, acoustic. It's her and the mm. guitar, her and the piano, and she does some medleys, and, like, that sometimes changes night to night. It's cool. not always the same cool. song. So, like, that's where I think we're going to see, like, I'm hoping we get a lot of folklore and Evermore. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Evermore, today. Um, <laughs> like, I'm hoping that's where that comes out, because, like, it makes me so sad that we'll probably never see that album come to life, or those I albums. I know. So I fantasize, like, when I'm old and gray, she'll, like, do an acoustic tour and, like, only do folklore and Evermore so we can, like, weep at the piano when we're old. But anyway, we're so excited. It's going to be amazing. And it I is. can't believe we got tickets. So, yeah. like, those are, like, really big life updates. And yeah, those are really good. That, that is just really have to big. survive till May. <laughs> Which does feel impossible today. Today it feels absolutely impossible. It's five degrees in New York City, guys. It got dark at approximately (laughs) 2.15, like, in the afternoon for some reason. I don't know what happened. I don't know if the sun's going to be shining today. I don't know if the sun will ever shine again. From what I understand, it might not. I swear to God, I woke up this morning at, like, 7. I looked out the window. Sun is shining. Yeah. Fell back asleep because, okay, I went out last night. Kill me. Sue me. All right. Fell back asleep. (laughs) Woke up. Cloudy, so I haven't <laughs> seen the sunsets. I don't no, know it's been what is happening. I know, it's absolutely insane. You thought it was like a whole other day. I know, I'm like, okay, it's <laughs> absolutely Monday, what happened? So anyway, um, hopefully we'll make it to May. Hopefully the sun yeah. will be shining, and hopefully, yeah, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot that could happen. There's a lot that will happen. Oh my God, I mean, life is going to be... The midterms happen. We didn't even talk about the midterms. That was a big life update. Guys, Joe Manchin is sort of irrelevant. <laughs> I know. I know. I my jaw to the floor. Like I can't believe we did it. So proud. Thank you to everyone who came out and voted and yeah. got out the vote. Amazing. Yes. Um yeah, it was a pretty I didn't want to die the next day, which was like I didn't. shocking. I know. I know. <laughs> you I know. did want to die? No, I didn't. You did I didn't. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Um so yeah, we did it, Joe. Good job. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you did, but like yeah. <laughs> What about Kristen Cinema though? <laughs> <laughs> She's my new I'm not gonna say Joe Manchin's boat on fire this month. No. Um but cinema, yeah, she's she just wants attention. Like, I know, I'm I hate over this it. crap. I know, I know, and that's half of it with po- politicians. They I just know. want attention. I know. Nancy's gone. Nancy's leaving. I know. Well, speaker, but we yeah. got a cool new speaker. I know. I Jeffrey, know. shout yep. out to Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. things are fun and exciting. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's yeah. It's it's. So that's I'm like the yeah, presidential campaign will kick off soon probably because <sighs> what's his face is already running. We're not even gonna mention it. 
So Joe will announce it or whoever is running. Yeah. And then we'll have that to talk about. We sure like, will. That's yeah. a... That's... Nazis are back. <laughs> like, really bad. They're always back. What is I know, that? I know. It's, it's crazy. It's darkness. But dark like a 2 p.m. in New York City dark. I know. That's that. It's that kind of dark. Um, and also all right. Claire gifted me this great... Um, I'll take a picture of it. But yeah. a placemat of all the first ladies. So this is the only way I'm going to get my facts from now Wait, on. You know what I thought in our next live show? Wouldn't yeah. it be fun if we invited people up and they could just choose a random lady? Yeah. Read all of the details except for their name. Like yeah. leave all the names out. <gasps> and, and we, we have, have to guess. Wouldn't that be so fun? Brilliant. I know, I know, I know. Okay, next live show. Easy I know. lover. Wait, do what you mean right now. See if I can guess. Okay. Because I might not be able to. Okay. She grew up in um, a Texas, a prosperous Texas family. Um, went to the University of Texas with a degree in journalism. Lady Bird. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> she's... I was like, there's no way she's choosing Lady Bird. It's too easy. I know. Well, Let me do one more. Okay, one okay, more. okay. <laughs> I was like, after you said the first thing, I was like, uh, yeah. obviously. Um, she grew up in Colorado. She okay. um, was a military wife because her husband was in World War II. Okay. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she had bad heart condition and an ear problem, so she was her unbalanced. <gasps> Oh my god! And everybody said she was drunk all the time. Remember, Pat yeah, Nixon? Her, no, it was no, not they called her Sleeping Beauty. Um, oh, f. Um, she loved the color pink, and there was a really Mimi, Mimi, yeah, Mimi Eisenhower. Yeah. Okay. I okay, forgot okay. about her inner ear problems. Poor lady. Yeah. Remember, everybody said she was wasted all the time. Oh my gosh, she began the tradition of decorating the White House for Halloween. I, didn't I know she loved Did to decorate. Know? Full disclosure, I forgot everything about these women. I don't, I don't know anything about them. <laughs> we're starting from scratch. I, okay, okay. Well, today we're talking about, I mean, Elise, who are we talking about today, though? Guys. <laughs> we're back from, sorry, I interrupted. We're back from hiatus from from all things, from the pod and also from our stint right, of. we weren't even talking about the ladies when we We haven't done a lady since Pat Nixon. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we so are. I feel like forever We're ago. back original programming yeah. right now with Lady Bird. I'm um, not Lady Bird. Oh, my God. Excuse me. Um, Any day you want to do Lady Bird girl, part four. Lady's always in <laughs> um, Our girl Betty. Betty Ford. Who our listeners will remember, we were obsessed with via the show. We did profile her Michelle a bit. Piper. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so we got a little briefness of her life. But, yeah. um, you know, was that... I guess we'll learn if it was... Uh, if it was all the story. If it was all fake for Showtime. I know, I know, I know. No, when I was um, doing my quote-unquote research, uh, <laughs> which... Is Two an hours inter- ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do feel like the Showtime writers may or may not have just gone to her Wikipedia, which is what I may or may not have yes, done. We, so it is an interesting thing. It's just more clear that we could have written that script. 100%. 100%. And maybe 100%. done a better job. Yeah. No There's some things that they left out, and that was outrageous. But I, So what we're going to do is we're going to do, from here on out, from here till Dr. Jill, we're doing three episodes per yes. lady. So here's what it's going to be, just so that everybody knows. It's going to be one before they were in the White House, then when they're in the White House, and then an episode after they're in the White House. Yeah, which is really exciting because these women now lived a lot longer. Well, you know who White is House. still alive and is our queen? Rosalind. Susan. Oh, I mean, obviously. she's our absolute queen. If you Don't know Susan Ford, reach out. What is it? Susan Ford at gmail.com? Probably. Susan. <laughs> Susan. Ford. <laughs> Susan. Susan. Ford. Obviously. Susan. Ford at gmail. <laughs> reach out. <laughs> Not to not to like put you on blast and give your email out to everyone. But I'm just saying. Yeah, don't dox her. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to it. So Betty Ford, born April eighth, girl Aries. She is. I thought Aries. of you and Deb. Oh my god, my that's Aries why my queens. connection to her. Wait, and you know when she died? Your birthday. Oh my god, on my birthday. Like, I know. How does that feel? Well, I was remembering my birthday in two thousand eleven, and was it was it, did a you feel particularly darkness? harrowing one. And I'm like, oh my god! You felt I it. knew it. I like knew that knew. it was Betty's, like Betty's last day. On this it was really It was. My, you know, my birthday's always kind of weird. What year was 2011? I mean, I don't know what year, but like, what age were you turning? Do you mind telling your age? No, not I at all. In 2011, I was turning 24. Oh, darkness. I know. It's always a dark time. No, it was bad. It was bad. I didn't tell anyone where I was. I ended up at the beach. I'm not going to say That's anything That's like else. your classic birthday. <laughs> I, know, I know, but it bad. wasn't a beach in New York. Oh, I love I know. Okay. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, up until recently, I feel like you always bolted okay. on around your birthday. We'd yeah. be like, Claire, what are we doing for your birthday? Like, didn't hear from you for weeks. And we're like, oh, God. <laughs> that is my MO. That is my yeah. absolute MO. It's true. But 2011 was really rough. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's okay. All right. But look, you felt it. Betty was <laughs> Betty going was... out of this world. You were going out of out of going out of this world. Yeah. Okay, um, so Elizabeth Ann Bloomer, born on April 8th. Now, my question, of course, obviously, is she related to the people who made the Bloomers? Oh, my God. Funny you say that. Well, not really funny you say that, but I was reading that a nickname during her childhood, they called her Elizabeth Pants. Betty Pants. LOL. <laughs> like, okay, first of all, that's not a harsh nickname. So because of Bloomers. And I thought that was so funny mm-hmm. that I'm just picturing some, like, nerdy kid in... 19 I know 20 or whatever like making fun of her so funny like Betty Pants Betty Pants so she's born um, in Chicago which that I forgot already I know there's so much (laughs) they didn't say that no they didn't she's the third she has two older brothers so okay we love that um, and then she grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yes. And this will become, Michigan will be a theme of this app, I think, because yeah. they revisit Michigan many times mm-hmm. in this app. She keeps getting pulled back there. She can't get, she can't, can't stay get away out from of it. She really can't stay out of it. Um, she starts dancing at eight years old. Right. We saw a lot of this in the Showtime um, we did. story. It came back a lot in her, her flashbacks. Mm-hmm. She just like, Betty just wanted to dance. Like, that's what I, I think her heart was. And um, But it's interesting. I didn't know how she got into it. Because I was reading her mom was really into, like, thinking that was, like, this pristine way women should be. And, like, right. so she really pushed her into the yeah, dance she, Her world. mom was really into, like, proper. Yeah. Like, being proper. Which, like, joke's on you. Everyone in your family's an alcoholic, <laughs> lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, what shame. I mean, I guess we saw a little bit in the show, too. Like, when you discover that how Betty's dad dies. I know. Like, the mom must have just been, like, secret box, secret box. Seriously. You know? No, 100%. But also what's frustrating, and then we'll talk about this later, is that she decides that she wants to be a professional dancer, and her mom's like, no, absolutely not. Bitch, you put me it's into like, this. It's like, you started this. Yeah. It's like, no to parents. Like, if you get your kid an extracurricular activity, they may want to do that for their life. Right. So just, re- like, <laughs> so heads up. Yeah. yeah. Like, heads up. So anyway, um... When she's 16, oh, oh, no, 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 but when she starts dancing, she starts actually when she's quite young, like 12 or 13, teaching classes for people with disabilities. Oh, so I didn't know they had disabilities. Okay, yeah, she yeah. was teaching, like, people, like, how to dance. Yeah, I it's love so that. Nice, Betty. Do you remember that song, I Hope You Dance, from Leanne Womack or something? Oh, my God. That song was iconic. I feel like that song was around when we were graduating high school. It was. It was, like, it was like one of those songs that you would sing in, like, choir. Like, you would sing it at your graduation. And, right, like, that's what I mean. And parents would be sobbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. mom, like, cries when she hears that song still. Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. But, you okay. know, I really feel like Betty's mom said that to her um but yeah so she taught these classes and that's how she made extra money during the great depression too she's so iconic i know betty putting in the work and also like what are her two older brothers doing that's what i can't get over that's what i'm saying with betty's whole vibe like the boys her sons never did anything (gasps) like all she wanted to do was like get women in the workplace so we love that about betty she's the best um okay when she's 16 though something really sad happens darkness Yeah. yeah her dad dies right from, and I'm putting this in quotes, Yeah. carbon monoxide poisoning. Now, in Elise, the family's garage. Elise, why, with the garage door open. Super sad. And the windows on the car open. Oh. So yeah. how did he die from that? Suicide. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. The car, yeah, it was coming into the car. Got it, got yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's deemed, they say it's carbon monoxide poisoning, but it's definitely deemed. It's, yeah. Well, it's not, but... There is speculation whether or not it was an accident or suicide. Right. Yeah. I know. And especially at that time, if she's 16, that's like the 1930s, mm-hmm. I guess. So yeah. I imagine there's a Great Depression stress, money-wise, mm-hmm. like financially. He's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Imagine there's other mental illnesses running around in yeah. that. Um, yeah. Yeah, super sad. And I so sad. and also I'm sure they did not talk about it properly. No, I don't even think she knew no. how her dad died. Yeah. Like until I think, she was older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that like so the fact that they don't yeah, they still don't really say, Oh, it was suicide. It's just yeah. kind of something that you can infer and Right. So anyway, terrible. But through this her mom decides to start working yeah and it's through this that betty really gets to see the idea that like women need to be paid the same amount as men because what if 
you have a single family income and this only person in your house that can work is your mom. And um, so it starts these like wheels are turning for Betty to become sort of an activist in some some right of like gender equality, gender pay. Here we go. I love that like you can mark and uh, like most of us I feel like have like that moment in your young life where you're like, oh, this is how I'm a feminist. Like this is the moment Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Betty's moment. She was just like, Women are paid enough. Like, yeah. This is insane. <laughs> yeah. And it really does mark, I mean, we'll get into it, but she does like the whole ERA. Mm-hmm. She's obviously pro row when that is uh, being decided. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, she'll it, always shock me. She's, she's amazing. I, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. So she moves to NYC when she's like 20 and she decides to um, become a dancer. Yeah. So she's, like, in a dance troupe. She's having, like, the best time. Which, like, both moves. I know. To be 20, move from Michigan mm-hmm. to NYC. I know. Amazing. To be a like, dancer. She's yeah. amazing. Like, what? I know. That is just a bold move for a young lady today, Totally. And I love it. And she ends she's, up dancing at Carnegie Hall. Like, this is no small joke. She's, she's trained she's under Martha dancer. Graham. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. she's not good at this craft. No, like, she's, she's very good very at it. And- yeah, and she probably could have had a letter, or a letter, excuse me, a career, but her mom makes her move back to Grand Rapids because she says, no, 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 you need to get, like, a real job, basically. And married. Right. Just so get married stupid. off. I know. I know. So she becomes a fashion coordinator back in Grand Rapids, and this is also when she um, starts teaching ballroom dancing to people with visual impairments yeah. and hearing impairments. What? Love it. Incredible. She's, just she's such the best. a good woman. I yeah. know. And again, I like that she's still like bringing in her passion for dance and her work. I think yeah. this just shows that, like, again, you'll see this when she's in the White House, but she really. God, this thing's so. Why is my d- couch so. D- we <laughs> Our studio. I know. She's still like really. She does what she cares about mm-hmm. on top of, like, even if she has to do things that she doesn't really want to do. Yeah. Or, like, has to do for money reasons, but she'll do something that she cares about, which I, I really like. I love that. Um, okay. So, she has two fabulous years in New York City, and then she has to <laughs> move back. It's, like, not enough. Because, yeah. like, two years into New York City, like, you're just getting started. I mean, at that point, you're just learning the subway. You're just yes. figuring out how to, like, pay rent slash have a proper you're, meal. Right. You're figuring out never buy white shoes. You know what I mean? Oh, like, there's so yes. many, like, little things that you don't know. Yeah. I didn't have proper boots until, like, 10 years into living here. Oh, my God. It's a game changer, though, when no, you get, like, No, a game changer. Oh, it's everything. I know. But, like, you don't know that two years in. No. Of course not. So anyway, but she gets ripped back to Grand Rapids. And she marries in 1942 a man named William Warren. Elise, tell me a little bit about William Warren. Okay, well, shocker, he was an alcoholic. So I don't know what was going down (laughs) in Michigan, but, like, times were all wrong. (laughs) And apparently every man was drinking heavily. Yeah. Um, Which is not funny because it's a sickness and no one else. But, like, I just, I wonder if Betty is just, like, I mean, she obviously didn't choose her family, but maybe, like, part of her was attracted to this man because she thought she could help him or like mm, you know just being yeah. around that so much like I wonder if that just had something to do or with, like, like you or like you said maybe that was all there was yeah maybe I that know. was I mean I guess yeah the Great Depression man people they get married in 1942 so yeah. this is right after the Great Depression yeah 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 um I think he no he wasn't in the war um but so she, right away she was like this is not my vibe. Yeah. I don't want to be married to William. Um, I don't like this. So she like is plotting a divorce, mm-hmm. and then he goes and gets sick. Yeah. Slash diabetic coma. Yeah. So then she has to nurse him back to health. Yeah. Like, she decides to nurse him back to health, and I that's mean, like just true. I understand Which, the obligation, but like, oh, bad timing, bro. No, seriously. <laughs> you can't leave. But also, like, I wish that they had told us this because in the Showtime episode, there's one scene of her. Tending to a very, very sweaty man. (laughs) Who's like hot but sweaty. And then he was very attractive. And then, but they're not sleeping in the same room together. Right at this point, they lived in separate rooms because she was like ready to divorce him. And then you're like, who was that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) there was no. So it's like I wish they had done a little bit more Showtime. Yeah, um, like background of who this man was. Yeah, because that was her husband. She was married to him, and he was very, very sick. So she works two jobs to support him and nurse him back to health. Um, and yeah, five, so then that happens. And then in 1947, in August, she is introduced to Gerald. Yeah. Now I feel like meeting someone in August is like a really specific thing. Cause it's like, I feel like it's just a, a time, it's like a very like, 
Like, everybody's hot. I was going to say. It's like, you, you, like, are sort of, like, do I even want to be around people? I'm so sweaty. You know what I mean? Like I mean, I don't know what the vibe was like in Michigan. True, true, true. Was, Probably like, nice, in yeah. New York, I'm too hot. Like, I, I don't want do anyone in my bed. I, I don't want I anyone breathing on me. It's too it. much. You no, know, I know, like, I know. yeah. So, maybe it's. Nice and Chiller in, like, weather-wise in Michigan. So you're like, okay. I can deal with this. I'm not a sweaty goblin, you know? Right, because to meet someone in August is, like, very specific. Oh, my God, no. That yeah. sounds like a nightmare. Truly. So she's introduced to Gerald. He is a World War II vet. In my notes, I will say I wrote World War Three. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Okay, love that. <laughs> From audition. And he's planning to run for the U.S. House of a Representative. Yeah. So right away, Gerald is into Betty. Like, he, oh, we yeah. saw this in the show. Like, he is trying to smooch her constantly. And she just gets divorced. No, literally So just. she is, like, living on her own, really vibing. She Remember loves that it. that unbelievable montage of her getting her own <laughs> that apartment? Sweet-ass that sweet-ass studio apartment oh she has? God. Unreal. Dream. How many How many square feet? At least a 1,000. Oh, that was a giant apartment. I know. She probably paid $45 for it. <laughs> Um, yeah, she, so she's working in the the fashion thing, right, yes. at that time. She meets Gerald. They go to, like, a secret, not a secret bar, but, like, supposed to be a low-key bar. Because yeah. it's very scandalous that she's divorced. Yes. Because he keeps her secret from his, like, congressional staff. Or, no, he's not elected mm-hmm. yet, but his uh, campaign staffers. Wait, sorry. Yeah. I just want to say something. Yeah. This day in history. So I have a little calendar and mm-hmm. tells me all the things that have happened on this day like in history. Like today, December yes. 10th? Or is it this day in history... Um, Edward abdicated the throne to marry his American divorcee Wallace Simpson. Wow. I know. And we're still dealing with the nonsense from the family that took over. Can you imagine? Wow. I know. On this day. Interesting. How times would have changed if that didn't happen? I know. I know. Because he didn't, he, they decidedly didn't have kids. Yeah. So like. And he couldn't be king because he was marrying someone who was divorced. An American divorcee. I can't remember if it was the American part or the divorce part that was worse, but. (laughs) There was, so dumb. I know, I know. But then when, like, the entire royal family gets divorced, they're like, okay, maybe we should change yeah. the rules. You also have a pedophile I know. in your ring. Like, no, it's really bad. Wait, were we... Oh, another big update. I was in London. The Queen croaked. Well, not when she died, actually, but there for the funeral. I was so jealous of you for that. I'll never forgive you. Chaos. I can't even imagine. I, like, I'm not even joking. There could have been World War Three happening. Britain would have no idea. All they did was talk about that woman. Like, I get it. Wait, so I know a woman who had to set up the U.S. General Assembly. Or, excuse me, like, she works at the U.N. and, like, works for a couple of different countries. And the entire thing got derailed because of the funeral. I mean... She was like, another way that British imperialism is ruining the country, or the world. I was like, whoa, that's intense. Yes. The entire... The the General Assembly of the U.N. got derailed because of the Queen's funeral. I mean... In America alone, we fought a war so we wouldn't have to care about this. Like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like, it was a lot. And I don't mean to be, like, flippant about someone. I know she was a grandmother. And, like, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. for the family and of the course. personal side. Of but, course. like, let's everyone relax. Well, uh, do, do you see Phoebe Bridger? She, like, <laughs> so, obviously, she's dating Paul Mescal, who's Irish. Oh, Phoebe Bridger. Okay. Bridger, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you meant Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I guess I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same name. I know. Um, both because, amazing women. I never even thought about that. Oh my god! Weird. I recently rewatched Phoebe Bag too. Still nailed it. Okay, love it. Um, anyway, Phoebe Bridgers, who's opening for Taylor? We got that <gasps> night. Don't you worry. Um, <laughs> really, I may believe in God. <laughs> um, she she tweeted something out like because obviously the Irish hate the yeah. que- uh, monarchy, and she tweeted something out or like on Instagram, and it was just like, "You go, Phoebe. Like you get it, girl." Because <laughs> your boyfriend's like a hot Irish guy, and he's like, "Don't you dare mourn her." I love all the Irish newspapers being like, "What?" Oh my god, it Paul was... Mescal's girlfriend. Yeah. Like, all right, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Phoebe is all our therapist right now. Okay, like I don't know what you're talking about. I know, but anyway, very similar related because yeah. yes, in England, a American divorcee could not marry into the royal family, but also here in America in 1947, August of 1947, just to be a House of Representatives, date someone who had been divorced. I'm sick of that. You know whose fault that is? It's Teddy's fault. Teddy Roosevelt. Oh my God, it was Teddy Roosevelt. He made the rule that a divorced woman couldn't come to the White House. Teddy, where do you get off? What is wrong with you? I know. Okay. So anyway, 
It's also very insulting because Betty is literally catch of all catches and you're going to not. She's perfect. Gonna t- you're just going to not talk about that you're dating her. I know. And I you. just love that when they eventually get married and, and go to the White House, she's like basically talking about how they bang constantly. I like know. I just love that. that she's, she's like, best. I just feel like she was always so aware of the judgment that was happening. And she was just turning on his head and I love it. I know. And she was in a really, I think... I don't know. We'll talk about their marriage in a little bit, but whatever. She has to be kept secret. Where did they go for their honeymoon, though? Elise, I'm, I'm sick of this shit. I was so annoyed. I, I wrote was... it down. I was so pissed. I can't even Scale believe it. Scale from one to ten, how upset would you be if you got married <laughs> and then your husband took you to Michigan, where you already live, for your honeymoon to go to a college football game? I mean, the scale does not exist. The frustration I would feel. <laughs> I will say marriage culture, wedding culture, honeymoon culture, completely out of control. Okay. It's completely out of control. No, it's a problem. We need to normalize a quick trip to the beach for your honeymoon. I really think that needs to come back because that used to be what happened. It was a quick trip to the... Like nearest beach? Yeah. Just to like say like, okay, that was crazy. That party. Let's... Now we're going to start. Like, I think that could be renormalized. But if you dare try and take me to your alma mater's college football, where he played college, so basically he was just trying to go hang with his bros. bros. Which didn't you just see them? I'd kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's in my notes. To watch a college football game, dot dot dot. I'd kill myself. I was like, I could not believe that. I wrote that right down. I was like, this is insane. No, he really just wanted to go have a brewski and chill with his bros. Like that's what was happening. And honestly, Gerald, you're lucky you were so blonde and hot. You know, no, like, seriously, I, seriously. I'm sick of it. No. Sick of it. I know. I, I, she put up with so much. No wonder she was popping pills. Like, if this Gerald was your husband, he was just wearing I know, those crazy I, sweaters all the time. <laughs> Always in a turtleneck. Why? <gasps> the Gerald, you live in California. Sweater. Take off your turtleneck. Yeah, he was always in a turtleneck in that movie. <laughs> he was so blonde. That actor that played him. Blondest man I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so they have four children. And this is definitely not the order of them. I don't know why I wrote them down in such a crazy order. Yeah. John, Michael, Stephen, and Susan. Right. What was the order? Michael was Susan first. was the youngest. Yeah. Oh, I have it in order. Michael, oh, John, nicknamed Jack, Stephen, and then Susan. Our beloved Susan. Susan, Susan our queen. Susan not forward at Gmail. Our queen of all queens. Um, love who her. Who I just... I, they must all be alive. Susan Or maybe was, some of them Susan was died, born in... Well, she was I, born in 57. Uh, okay. I have the dates. Don't I know, because we need to normalize just saying people's birthdays. What's wrong with me? Yeah. The youngest was born in 1950, so he's probably alive. Michael. Oldest? Oh, oldest. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, because Susan's the youngest. She yeah. was born in 57. Yeah. So they're probably all alive. Um, but yeah, in pretty quick succession. So there was 50, 52, 56, 57. So they... Classic. Banged out the kids. Yeah. Four. That's a lot. But, no, it's um, a lot. I really like that we're at the point of our first ladies where these women aren't dropping dead from birth. Oh my god. <laughs> like, that is That was a huge chunk. That was a really big chunk. <laughs> like these ladies were not making it to the White House because no. they were having too to many pop kids. out babies. Yes. Or and the babies were dying like two days into their lives. Right, I'm gonna say know? like we can talk about some of these people living on. Like Which Susan is Queen yeah. still alive. Right. We just we didn't get that for a large chunk of our ladies, so I'm like happy we're in modern medicine. No. Germ theory exists. Germ theory exists, thank <laughs> God. Okay, we're not in Gettysburg. Okay, but I can't wait to go. Um <laughs> so anyway. We'll be back. They um so he is elected House of Representatives at this yeah, point. Congrats, you did it. Yeah, and they moved to Alexandria, Virginia, great little suburb of um, the DC area, but Jerry is always gone. Right, we see this a lot and it's, in the it's show. Just like, here's my thing. I don't. Th- I think that Jerry and Betty ultimately were extroverted people. I think they liked the company of others. Blah blah. Yeah. blah. But you have five people at your house. Go hang out with them, Gerald. Like, yeah. I know that you want to see your bros and have brewskis, but that's enough. <laughs> yeah, he was just it's too enough. much. I just feel like he played that part of the game a little too much. Yeah, like it's the honestly like part. it's like it's like um, it's William Rufus vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, oh I'm my God, like, I it's like about yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, he, they live in Alexandria. Jerry is always gone. But in 1964, because Susan, or not Susan, Betty is, like, doing too much in this world. What happens? Yeah. We, we run into Betty's first injury. Yeah. She pinches a nerve. 
now, in her neck. I believe this is the scene where she's open in the window in the show in like the chaos. Oh, did they of, show that in the show? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is how they depict it in the show. Yeah, explain this to me. Because this is like the coma scene where I'm like, did they say, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. was that? So in this, she's drinking by the pool, chilling at, like just not, not aggressively drinking, but just like hanging out. She's trying to bake something in the kitchen or okay. cook something. It starts to smoke. The The kitchen's filling up with smoke. So she goes to open the window in the kitchen and it's too heavy. And this is how she injures herself. Oh. So she goes to the doctor and healthcare. He just prescribes her. The scene, of course, he's smoking a cig. Oh, that's right. That's and right. And he prescribes her pills. Medicine. So many pills. So many pills. And um, she's like, okay, I can take this. Like, I need to fix my neck. But then. And she, you know, asks him, like, oh, can you drink on these pills? Like, can you have alcohol? And he That's says, right. again, this is all the show depiction. Yes. <laughs> he is the cause of this, yeah. is what I'm saying. So, right off the bat, we're pretty early on in her life. She, we're starting to see this pattern that's going to develop. Right. With her pills and drinking. And we also have the knowledge that her brother and father were alcoholics. Yes. So, There's I mean, is it hereditary? I don't know. Addiction? HD. Oh, addiction yeah, is very is. hereditary. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like a gene thing? Uh, yeah. I think so. I think it's that is I, pretty fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's from my understanding, it's it, it's it's everything. It's like the same way that genetics and family all play into like psychological yeah. disorders. But my understanding is that there is an addictive gene that is passed down, yeah. and it can it can um, the endophenotype. Oh, that's what I said. Love that. <laughs> Yeah, you heard it. <laughs> can be expressed in many different ways. But oh. for some people, it comes, it's expressed like in drinking the same way it was expressed in the other way. So it's, it's it, there's probably like, but you know, I think that addiction and anything relating to drugs and alcohol is interesting because I ultimately, sometimes, it, depending on the circumstances, there could be other things that it's trying to kind of like numb out, you yeah. know? And I think that ultimately she is. I, you know, I don't want to sit here and psychoanalyze Betty. That's not my job. My yeah. job is to tell her story and not psychoanalyze her. But if I had to psychoanalyze her, I'd say that she was probably upset. And the she was upset because her husband wasn't around maybe as much as she wanted him to be. And perhaps mm-hmm. the drugs and alcohol numbed that pain yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and we see both. The physical pain and the emotional pain. Yeah, and we see both sides of, like, the potential genetic part of it and mm-hmm. also her life. And, like, yeah. the doctor's telling you you can drink and take these pills. And that was also the culture, too. Totally, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, yeah, the yeah. first thing you did when you got home from work was your wife had a drink for you. you know? Oh, yeah. Like mad man vibes. No, I mean, like, people would drink before work. Like, that's how yeah. they would get ready for work. Like, yeah. it's, it, I don't think that it's, like, it culturally it just wasn't looked at as, like, a thing that yeah. was dangerous yet. Or, or yeah. So we, we begin to see this, this happen and um, this pattern that is going to get worse for her. Yeah. But in 1965, she suffered. Gerald gets elected to the or uh, gets reelected to the U.S. House of Representatives, I believe. Yeah, and she suffers a nervous breakdown. <gasps> I know <laughs> because she realizes that this is going. To, oh no! Because he he becomes the House Minority Leader. Yeah, and it's not it's not necessarily because of that, but it is very likely in tandem with that circumstance. Yeah. like she really doesn't love the congressional wife job she doesn't love that he's not around it's just not the life that she wanted and I think that she suffers a full psychiatric break and that's awful I do love how they're telling this story like she goes to like weekly like she's in therapy now yeah and it's like it's (gasps) such a shock but I think like this is kind of I'm thinking of Harry and Meghan because we were just talking about it but like here, it's, like, kind of this instance, like, here's Betty, she has this nervous breakdown, She's has a lot of anxiety about her life and what's happening with her family and, and Gerald's career, and she's like, I need help, I'm gonna go to therapy, and that's, like, what happened with Harry and Megan, like, Megan's like, I hate my life, I'm gonna die, like, <laughs> I need help, and yeah. no one helps, or it's, like, it's, like, still yeah. so taboo, which yeah. is so sad that it's still... That case, and like, okay, in 1965, I maybe understand it a little bit more or why it had to be so hush hush, but like, has anything really changed? Like, I know. We would be fucking shocked if we found out Kamala Harris is in therapy. Like, I know. In I a, know. We sh- and we shouldn't be. No, totally. What I'm saying, but, yeah. 
Um, I want to praise her for this. Good of course. for you, Betty. Of I love course. that you went to therapy. But the psychiatric assistance, though, I'm not into. What does that mean? Well, so she sees a psychiatrist, which is not the same thing as seeing a therapist. Yeah. And she might have done both because a lot of people do. Yeah. But a psychiatrist is someone who can um, diagnose you pills. Yes. So she seeks a psychiatrist because yeah. after this, like, kind of break that she has – and they recommend that she take now, like, anti-anxiety, anti-depression. So more pills. So now she's taking up to 20 pills a day with her. That was just, just too many pills. Yes. Like, in I your body. I know many people on anti-anxiety, anti-depression. You do not need 20 pills. Well, I mean, especially when they're coupled with, like, anti-pain, like, pain and medicine. Now, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's just, like, a lot. So... She does seek out the psychiatric assistance, which we have to praise her for. But once again, I'm skeptical at the um, the psychiatrist's ability <laughs> to look are. at the comorbidity morbidities of perhaps the medicine that they're yeah. prescribing. And I would bet my own therapy bill on... They weren't looking at it as a holistic picture. No. You know, like, I'm pretty sure they were just, like, feeding pills No, I think people. the doctor's smoking while he's prescribing <laughs> yeah, pills to her. Like, it's really descriptive. Yeah, I feel like yeah. now, at least from what I understand in the psychiatry world, it's, like, it's a, it's usually coupled with a therapist. Yeah. It's a little more holistic approach. Yes. You're not just, like, feeding people antidepressants. Right. Um... Which I have to imagine is a little bit better than well, what's happened to Betty right now in the 1970s. Hundred percent. And I think that for Betty, she was like, for better or for worse, whether she liked it or not, kind of a public facing woman. Yeah. And so they were probably just like, fix it, like make it go away, like whatever you have to do to calm oh, this woman down. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, we we didn't get to Tweedledee and Tweedledum yet, but no. like. <laughs> I guarantee someone on the Ford staff was like, we got to rein Betty in, yes. get her better so she can go sit next to you as the, your congressional wife. You right, know? right, 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 right. So I think they were just like, okay, let's go. Yeah. So, okay, we're in 1965. In 19, the, the oh, the election of 1977 is coming up and Gerald says, okay, Betty, listen, I'm going to run one more time. Yeah. And then I'm done. It's going to be fine. I'm just going to run one more time. Yeah. And then I'm done. And this is where we see Betty yeah. in her home at Showtime, dreaming of her life in Cali, oh, saying, I'm almost done. Ready to I'm retire. almost done. And I guess, like, I don't feel like Showtime did a... And I guess it's because they showed that image. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first images we saw of Betty. Yeah. But it was... It is interesting to think of it linearly, which we know Showtime did not do. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. What year is it? Time okay. But it is interesting to think of, like, in Betty's world, the linear story is that she was just like every election was like, okay, are you done? Are you almost done? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you almost done? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, then 1977 rolls around, the Nixon shit goes down. And it's like, I know. what? This woman was almost out of it. Yeah. And you feel for her. Like, I felt for her so much thinking about it, like in order this time, you know? Yeah. yeah so Ford, is, Gerald is now. Um, the the house speaker he's like yeah congratulations he's running again he's all excited but then as you said Nixon is happening that's the administration that is in power right now and um, Spigo Agnew I don't yeah, know yeah Agnew yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Spiro not, Spiro oh right? Spiro Isn't it's Spiro? Spiro yeah maybe yeah. Um, he resigns because he I, had something to do with Watergate yeah I don't he's know, implicated like, in the Watergate is he implicated? yeah I don't yeah. know his full I think so drama is that um. But he resigned, so now for Gerald is brought up as VP. That's right. Um, so once again, now she's second lady all of a sudden. All of a sudden, girlfriend <laughs> like, is you're second lady. Even more in the public eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which she does not want to be. She just wants to go to California. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Like, she's just like, okay, I have like one more year of this, yeah. and then I'm moving, and now you're second lady. And. And also, writing was on the wall for Nixon, let us not forget. Yeah, at this like, point, yeah. It was yeah. so obvious what was about to go yeah. down. And so it's just like, I just feel for Betty so much. So I think we can talk about her stuff for Second Lady, and then we'll stop. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. Um, what I really want to talk about, because we'll, we'll get more into this when she is actually First Lady, but at this time, the timing that's happening, we're in around 1973, um, where Roe is decided. I know. So You want to talk about the Barbara Walters interview? Yeah, that's what I was going to okay. bring up. So yeah, she... I just want to be very clear that she, as a Republican woman, because let's not forget Ford is Republican, yes. she is coming out in support of Roe. Yeah. She sits down with Barbara Walters. Yes. 
who like is she still alive she's still alive let's get her on the pod honestly wow. let's get her barbara on the walters pod. at gmail.com yeah <laughs> um hit us up <laughs> and betty is just i mean i can't imagine no, the faces of the republican party when this woman is sitting talking about premarital sex yep how abortion should be legal she says bring the abortions to the hospitals where they belong i just what i would like i wish she was alive today to see what was happening she'd be floored um and it makes me sad yeah but yeah i just i would love to like transport myself back in that time and see a republican woman say that on tv because i could not imagine that happening today could you just picture anyone like no. Fucking Mike Pence's wife sitting there being like, bring abortions back to the No, the, it's it's such a fracture. The Republican Party is so fractured. And the Democratic Party is too, for better or for worse. Yeah. Like, it's not, I don't even think it's a, abortion just isn't a partisan issue, which yeah. is really what needs to be said. So, like, yeah. it's just, what's shocking, and of course you and I think this, but what's shocking is that there's a whole swath of women regardless of their party politics, that would never say that. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because illegal abortion is a really unsafe, dangerous thing. Yeah. And that's all Betty was advocating for, was right. just safe abortions. Yeah. Because as we know, just because you ban them doesn't mean they will not happen. Yeah. They just won't happen safely anymore. Right. And so I think that what's shocking is that it feels like, because it's become a partisan issue, and perhaps it always was, but for us, we only know the time we live in, but now yeah. in our lifetime, it's such a partisan issue that I can't imagine half of the women on this planet saying that. Yeah. And back then, a Republican woman was saying that. Yeah. So it is shocking for many reasons. Yeah. Um, and even the, the premarital sex thing, and this is when it comes in with her relationship, like, I guess it was super well known that, like, the president and the first lady would not sleep in the same bedroom normally. That's right. That's right. And it was a big thing because, like, you saw their, like, king bed coming into the White House or the yeah. second house where they live, um, Naval Academy. And um, it was like, <gasps> and she was like, yeah, of course we sleep in the same bed. Like, <laughs> I love my husband. And they were, yeah. like, sort of affectionate in public. Not, like, you know, mm-hmm. smooshing everywhere, but, like, mm-hmm. would hold hands or, like, just there was, like, some PDA that was sure. happening. And it was just really jarring to everyone. It was she jarring. Was like, What's the big deal? I know. It was jarring, but people are obsessed with her as second lady. Yeah. She becomes more famous than Pat Nixon at a point. Or more, not more famous, I should say, but more beloved than Pat yeah. Nixon as second lady. Her approval rating was always like in the 70s. Like, could yes. you imagine? No, I mean, crazy. I don't even know if Michelle Obama's was ever in the 70s. No, but maybe hers was. But like, it's just unheard of. Like, it's crazy. There's, there's a few. Just two kind of things that she does as second lady. She is really, um, she really liked to promote the arts. As we know, she's a dancer. Yeah. Um, and so she takes a to- solo trip to Georgia and Tennessee. And she meets with Rosalind Carter. And they just do all of this activism to like promote arts. And, yeah. And she's totally upstaging Pat Nixon. Because Pat Nixon, as we know, didn't, not only didn't speak in public, but also would answer questions with questions. So when she did speak in public, <laughs> yeah. she was just very confusing yeah. to everybody. So. Didn't read a newspaper famously, had no famously, idea what Watergate was. Famously <laughs> did not know. Never picked up the time. Yeah. Um, um, so, super confused when her husband yeah. got a She's like, yeah. what? Yeah. So this is just a breath of fresh air. And I think we all kind of know that feeling, knowing that we were kind of went from Melania to Dr. Jill. Like, this happens in history, yeah. regardless of party. It's not about party. It's just about personality, yeah. right? And Betty has a very different personality than Pat Nixon. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, it's pretty rare in that we see the the vice, the second lady. Because it's one thing to compare first ladies. Yeah. From one to no, to another. But it's it's different to compare a second lady to the to the first lady. Yeah, and, exactly. And, like, see that kind of the second lady take over and for a woman who just naturally must have been so kind and delightful because like she didn't even want to be doing this stuff no I think that's she what I can't get over charm about her I know, you know like I know and I know like I'm of course I'm picturing Michelle Pfeiffer this whole time but like I know. and I think she played it well she's just like even the photos I see of her are like she just had, like, a charm about her. I and I think she was really captivating to people. And, and I think, like, at the end of the... relatable. You totally. Know? And I think she was an activist. Like, I think it, like, yeah. in her core, she was an activist. So, like, yeah, you don't have to be drawn to, like, the Congressional Wives Club. Sure. Yeah. But, like, at her core, she was always going to be an activist. And I think that is a type of... 
energy that like you can't unsee. Yeah. You know? And she did it sort of like naturally almost. Exactly. Because like, that was her. Like yeah. that was just her. Like the scene in the, the show when she's passing around that book. Is it the feminist mystique? She yes. Around, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just like casually brings it out and just like wants to have a chat with her girlfriends. You yep. know? And I think that like... I don't know, like, yeah, I, I feel like the other women we've seen this with, maybe with the exception of Eleanor. Yeah. Because Eleanor loved the drama, which I love. But, I like, it was, like, a little forced. Sure. You know, it was very calculated. Sure. It was very... It had to... performative, calculated, I right. guess is the best word. For her, it didn't seem that way. It was I just, know. like, her vibe. No, she her personality. And it was just very casual for, like, of course we have sex. Of course my daughter dates. You know, like, it was just, right. like, what's the big deal? Right. And, like, but not in, like, a flippant, aloof way. I know. I know. Just, like, I don't get why you were, like, shocked by this, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then the other thing she does as Second Lady that's hilarious is that um, on a week's notice, the Nixons decide that they don't want to host the um, president or king, king <gasps> of Jordan. Like, calm down. I, yeah, the king. The he's entire, too busy, the, I don't know, breaking into the Democratic I know. So party. on a week's notice, Betty has to host the king of Jordan. But she does it flawlessly. I know. She's amazing. And he's, like, obsessed with her. Is this... Oh, no, maybe that's she's already president, or she's already the first lady when they're dancing in the, when she has that, like, beautiful gown I can't on. remember if that's first or second, yeah. but yeah, she... They show a state dinner in the show, but, um, yeah, and she just pulls it off. I know. She's incredible. Elise, I know we have to stop. Yeah. Because we're about to get into first lady territory. Yes. Nixon's about to resign. But I God. wanted to know <gasps> if you knew... How many second ladies had become first ladies? Wow. Okay, on the spot. I know, I know, I know. This is where we get the mean comments that we're not uh, researched. No, because I wrote it down. I have them. I have them all. I have them all. But I thought it was an interesting thing because we have our girl who's second lady. She wants to become first lady. I know we've talked about this in the past. I know. How many do you think it is? How many do you think? Of all time. Not that we've just talked about. Okay. I'm going to say six. It's a great guess. What is it? Twelve. Wow, I know. I'm way off. I'm going to read them to you and you're going to be shocked. We could do vice president. I know, the vice president <laughs> too. But I was actually... Can you read them off? But it's actually so shocking that so many of these men don't have vice presidents. Yeah. Like, it's actually so scary. Okay, Abigail Adams, famously. Oh, duh. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. I wasn't even yeah. thinking of her. Um, Letitia Tyler. Oh, Then she dies, remember, yeah. and he remarries in the White House. Um, but she's second lady and then becomes first lady. I couldn't remember who John Tyler was the vice president for. I know. Can't I couldn't remember. remember. Okay. Abigail Fillmore. Okay. Millard Fillmore, also vice president for someone. Couldn't tell you who. Who knew? I know. Um, Eliza Johnson. Classic. Okay. Because classic, Andrew yeah. Johnson was vice president for um, Lincoln. Edith Roosevelt. Mm, okay. Okay. Grace Coolidge. <gasps> which I forgot. I didn't even yeah. know. I, I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Bess Truman. She hated that. She was sick of that. Oh, yeah. I guess Truman. Okay. okay. Pat Nixon. Classic. <laughs> Lady Bird. Even more classic. Love it. Betty. Mm-hmm. Barbara Bush. Oh, God, yeah. And I Dr. Jill. Thinking... <laughs> I know. I didn't even think of um uh, You didn't Jill. think of Dr. Jill? No. Yeah, she was the first. I thought her, Abigail, who, I, I thought it was about six, too. I thought it was like Abigail, Dr. Jill, and then I thought of the assassined, like the, yeah. the people who had been assassinated. But it's a lot. I know. Wow. A lot of these people, at 12 out of like 40, however many, yeah. is kind of a lot when you think about like people, like the lineage of becoming president or like being in the president. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not the most uncommon thing. Right. I know. And I'd, I'd be curious. Not random. To, not, <laughs> famously not random. Yeah. I'd be curious to, to look back on the research or, or knowledge of them and like see how many of those women like, I'm using quotes here, like were more prepared for the first lady or mm. had more of a like a defined first lady ship yeah. versus those who were just Well, I mean, I think it. let's, I mean, it's hard though because I think it goes back into personality when you think about yeah. it. Like Abigail Adams was totally ready. Yes. Letitia Tyler was just really sick. So I just I know, really bad woman. for her. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Same with Abigail Fillmore. I'm fairly certain that he re- remarried in the White House yeah. as well. Um, Eliza Johnson did truly nothing. Her pre- was that the she was the the Confederate flag in Staten Island. No, that's John Tyler's third wife. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, the Gar- Julia Gardner. <laughs> Julia Gardner. I love yes. her so much. Okay, I hate her, but I love her. Um, <laughs> she was wild. Like, Cause the drama. Left and right. Eliza Johnson did absolutely nothing. The only thing she did was ask her daughter to do stuff for her. Mm, I remember that. Right, right, right. Edith Roosevelt also was like she was prepared, I guess, in the way of like like would. 
she knew how to be congressional, like a congressional yeah. wife. But Teddy was just so insane. He was, I mean, she had all those kids. I know. Too. And the, That's yeah, like it's, I know. But remember all the hiding spots that she would try to hide at Sagmore <laughs> right, right, Hill? She was always trying to hide from everyone. <laughs> Right. That's the other thing we should be like, like who, which, okay. how good at hiding and go seek are these ladies? Like, I feel like they're probably so good at it. Okay, Grace Coolidge. I mean, some of these women just do not give a fuck. That's yeah. the thing. Like, Grace does not care about yeah. anything. Um, Bess couldn't be less interested. Pat couldn't okay, be less interested. Yeah. Lady Bird, iconic. Betty Ford, iconic. Yeah. Barbara, I think she was interested. I don't really know. We'll find out about her. And then Dr. Jill. Yeah. I'd say it's about half. Yeah, okay. Say about yeah. six out of 12 are interested. Yeah. I'd say about three <laughs> were sick, and then the other three don't care. <laughs> I know. The, the three the sickness. I mean, we can't really blame them. I know. We can't. We can't. We can't. But anyway, isn't that fun? Wow. I know. That is, I guess it is a lot more than I, well, yeah, a lot more than I thought, and shockingly a lot more than of like the 45 or six, wherever we're at. Well, yeah, and I guess it's also just like, they must have actually done nothing the second lady because we don't even talk we, if we didn't remember. Right. You know, I know. Like until it's, we it's, got it's, to the point where the they were transitioning and they were alive during it, like the Jackie and um Lady Bird. Bird. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Like until it was But like think of like Abigail over. Adams as second lady. Like she yeah. definitely did stuff. You know what I mean? Like some of these women I just feel I don't know. Well, like I thought Dolly Madison was second lady at some point, but she wasn't. No, because TJ didn't have a first lady. Oh, fucking TJ! Right, right, right. I know, I know, because TJ just ran a bro house with all the bear cubs running around. Forget the bears. I'll never forget the bear cubs. Wow. I actually saw a video of two bear cubs the other day. Do you know how cute they were? I was like, okay. Bears are adorable. They're like giant dogs. Yeah, dangerous. But really do you know there's dangerous. a movie coming out called Cocaine Bear? What? It's about a bear who gets into like a thing of cocaine and goes berserk. No. <laughs> I'm gonna get high and go see it. I think. Wow, I love that. <laughs> sounds like a good plan. That right? sounds so. That's fun. like that's definitely a movie you take an edible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to. Wait, is it real life or in stop motion animation? Like, what's the vibe? Uh, it can't be it's real actors because oh, Terry but- Russell's in it. What? <laughs> oh my god! I've been rewatching Felicity. This wow. might be off the pod question because it's. I, I never mean, saw Felicity. What? I know. I never saw it. I know. I know. I know. We will discuss. Okay. Okay. It okay, is. Okay. It is aged well. It, really? As an adult watching it, I'm like, I'm very impressed with the writing of how they they depicted these characters, and cool. I was shocked because, like, when you rewatch Dawson's Creek, you're like, okay, stop. Okay, like, that was like never be. Yeah. I mean, I love Dawson's Creek, <laughs> Casey for life, but. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, something about Felicity. But anyway, um, yeah, Carrie Russell's in it, so it's real, like, like actors. Actors, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Anyway, yeah, well, TJ, anyway, no, oh, I was going to say, TJ <laughs> never had a first lady, so Abigail, right, okay. or so Dolly could not. But Dolly did act like a first lady. Right. When she was second lady. <sighs> she was campaigning for him all the whole time. time. yeah. I once yeah, the women doing all the work. <laughs> all right, well. What's your gonna... advice? Oh, my God. Oh, my advice. Oh, my God. Okay, my advice. Your first half, or first advice for her first half of her life. Oh, okay, I know. Don't listen to these quack doctors, Betty. <gasps> Don't listen to them. I'm not advocating essential oils. Let me tell you. That's not what I'm advocating. Yeah. That's I'm not. No, Claire I'm believes a, in Western medicine. I believe we in want Western that medicine. Claire. That was really? our call now. Claire was like, oh, "You're sick. Have this oil." <laughs> and I was like, "Claire, no, I really like like get get vaccinated, stay hydrated. Like, yeah. These are all things I believe yeah, in." We love but <laughs> but um, I think some of these doctors. I don't know. Yeah. I think they were leading her astray, and I think that if she had been like, good. "I don't think I'm going to take another pill," or uh, maybe I won't drink on these, but like if she had got, like had her just some like, guidance, just or to use her own brain. Yeah, you know, like you can figure this out, Betty. Yeah, yeah. Like, how are you feeling when you're drinking and taking these pills? I right. can't imagine well, right, or all right. It, you know, right. So that mind, that's good my advice. advice. Don't listen to the quack doctor. Yeah, that's good advice. Especially when they're smoking in the operating room or whatever. The I mean, freaking sick of it. I know. Stupid men. <laughs> Go back to the patriarchy. Um, What's your advice? My advice would be, I hope you dance. Keep on dancing. <gasps> oh my goodness, <laughs> Elise, I'm weeping. What? Yeah, I, I, I wish she danced more. I know. That would be my advice. Not, yeah, she did dance, but like, just keep dancing. Maybe yeah. dance through the emotional turmoil. You know, like, right? Like, I'm not serotonin wishing. I'm not wishing that she didn't meet Gerald. 
Because sometimes I do wish that for these people. Like, yeah. stay no, in No, I think place. they like, really loved each other. Yeah, and, and I, like I think that. that it was good for them to have each other. Because, like, I don't want her to stay in New York and keep dancing. Because then she wouldn't have moved back to Michigan. Wouldn't have met Gerald. All of this. Yeah. But I do think... Oh, here's another piece of advice. I do think you have to give New York more than two years. Yeah. You cannot come to New York, give it two years, and then be like, I'm out. Yeah. I did it. And That's I think in, in her either. heart, she knew that. Yeah. But she just didn't get the opportunity. Yeah. Faye just led her to, to Michigan to meet Kendall, Gerald Ford, you know? What a weird guy. It's turtlenecks. It's so weird. Um, All right. Well, we're yeah, going to come back and Betty's going to have a her. short stint in the White House. But don't, you better believe that me and Elise are going to be able to talk about it for upwards of an hour, if not more. Oh, I mean, don't dare me. <laughs> Do not. It will be Do an episode. Not. And, uh, yeah, well, we're so excited. Okay, yeah, we're back. We're we back. love you guys. Stay hydrated. And girls. And gender non-conforming friends. Yes. Everyone is the best. Stay hydrated. Stay. Happy holidays. Oh, Get a God. vitamin D lamp if you're in an area no, where literally. the sun sets. Eat like, citrus. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to Midnight's, obviously. Did you know that that's why people get sick? Because of no vitamin D. That's a thing. Yeah. I take extra vitamin D in the winter. Because <gasps> I usually have low vitamin D. And I, I think I have, that. like, seasonal depression. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, everyone does. Like, I don't yeah. think it's a shocker, like a shocking thing. But yeah, it's really when you don't get some sun and it's even, real. I mean, it's even when it's cold out, you can go out and get like some sunshine in your face. But like, what are you going out for ten minutes? You know, no, you I need know. A little extra boost no, the sun was sometimes. only out for fifteen to twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah, today, you slept. So. Through it. <laughs> I know, I slept through the you whole thing. You woke up in a shock. <laughs> so take your vitamin D. Get boosted. Stay hydrated. Get your flu shot. Yes. Happy holidays. Drink some old fashioned, some whiskey. Yeah, I don't want to sour last night. <gasps> It was so good. We gotta hang up because I wanna. Um, I know. See what you did last night. I forgot you went out. <laughs> we gotta hang up. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you.